Hello, everyone. And welcome to our podcast, Collages of Cleverness, where you can enjoy weekly tutorials, reviews, art, and more. My name is Rosemary Nicole. And I'm Aaliyah Yvonne. Welcome back. Hi. Today, we have uh, the special point episode that we have been promising you for a really long time. However, uh, Molly, unfortunately, has... I mean, this is actually exactly what we're talking about on this uh, podcast. She has a very busy schedule with dance, yeah. and we were going to interview her for that. But don't worry, you still get to hear from her. She did send us videos, so although she won't be live on here, she sent us a few recordings to share with y'all. So you guys will be able to, um, you know, hear from her. Yeah, we. I am. Um, she sent me several videos. I think we have about eleven minutes to hear from of Molly, and all we'll about also comment. Point. Yeah, and um, um, and I also wanted to mention audio. that we have good audio today, Again. and we will for um several more podcasts in the future. Um, we have a we found a new way. Yeah, we but figured we out a good way that sometimes we uh could have to do it a different way. And, um... That could result in worse audio. So, just be warned. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, we haven't even introduced this yet, but this is the Point Podcast, which you Maybe. know from the title. But it's really exciting, uh, because we've been waiting for this episode for a while. We already did, you know, a ballet interview one, but we actually have this from, uh, someone who has, like, years and years and years of experience. Like, she's been dancing her whole life. So, um, if you don't remember Molly, she was on our watercolor episode in our second season of uh, painting. Definitely go check that episode out because she has a lot of experience and she's just a really fun person to talk to, interview, and listen to. Yes. Um, so, so yeah. Um, we also sent her questions. She will be answering those in the video. And she will be reading off the questions for us as well. Um, and I would, um, let's start off with saying our experience at this point. So, Rosie, do you have any? Uh, I, myself, am not that in that high level of any um, dance. You have to do ballet for a while to get to a uh, point. But I do, you know, know the basic. I mean, not of how to do it, but, like, of what point is and everything. And uh, if, if any of y'all have seen the um, Nutcracker, uh, you guys will know, or, well, there's a lot of ballet in there, and if you've seen the Nutcracker on Ice, which is a cassette videotape thing that me and my mom have. Sorry, I feel stuffed up today. I need to drink some water. But um, then you would know that uh, they do a lot of point in there, and it's just really beautiful. It is. Um, Over to Malia. So I am taking pre-point this year, which means that hopefully... Hopefully next year I will be able to go on point. Um, it's different for every dancer, your foot strength, your um, ankle strength, your um, leg strength, and um, you really don't want to injure yourself. So what your teachers tell you is what you're going to have to do. Yeah, and now that we've introduced that, um, I oh, just have um, one thing to say. Okay. Before we actually start the podcast, I just wanted to introduce this idea that I had. We will now be doing maybe um, like updates and about our personal life like, that we always give at the beginning and at the end of the podcast, so that if you don't want to listen to that, you don't have to, and you can just listen to the hardcore interview, you know, in between, in the middle, or whatever, but, um, we're going to try to, like, if you're really interested, if you know us, then we love to talk about our lives, so we'll be, like, you know, talking about updates in the beginning and the end, and maybe some, like, we'll try to keep it to that, but sometimes we might also talk about it. 
Yeah. Um, and so, um, as I said before, I'm doing pre-point, and um, I'm only supposed to take pre-point for a year um, if I have enough strength, and then I'll go on to um, full point. But um, I have actually gone on point once with Molly's ballet shoes, which was incredible. Um, it was my first time ever on point, and I thought it was really fun. Um, I've never gone on point, but I've done, like, pretend point where I hold on to something and just go onto my toes for a second. Yeah, I've done that, too, before, but it's nowhere as cool as actually I being bet. on point. Um, <laughs> I mean, I tried on one of Molly's old pairs of dead point shoes, so they weren't nearly as supportive as, as a normal point shoe would be, but it was just yeah, the craziest. Yeah, definitely don't take it for, like, oh, my God, I'll never be like those point dancers it's not all of them like it's much easier to go onto point and please don't try to do point without anything without point shoes and experience but the shoes like really help you they're padded and everything so like it's not i mean maybe someone really skilled could do it but it's not really you can't like you need point shoes to do point and that really helps you so it's not like you have to be super super talented you just need experience and then you just use the point shoes and those make you look really good um I must say though, um, Molly, even though I do, I have been doing ballet for a long time, we were both quite skeptical about me going on point because you can injure yourself so easily. Yeah. And so, um, make sure I, you find a place that will help you do it very slowly and safely. Yeah. So, um, she was nervous <laughs> about me going on point. She didn't want to hurt me. Um, and it didn't, I went on for maybe 30 seconds total, um, or less. And um, if you aren't, um, ready for point yet, that Please don't is, do it. yeah, that is all you can do. All kids, just warning, right now, we're not doing this to make you not have fun, but, like, we seriously care about you guys, so please just don't, um, don't injure Don't yourself. do it if, if y'all don't have any practice. And if you haven't, um, if your teacher um, doesn't. And if you're completely uninterested, uninterested, then good for you, too. Yeah, and you don't have to listen to Now us. we're going to hear from Molly. So, um, we are going, I have my volume all the way up, and we are going to play her. Here she is. Hello, and thank you to Malia and Rosie for having me on the podcast today. So, as I'm sure they've told you, I am here to talk a little bit about my experience on point. I've been dancing on point for about two and a half years at this point, but I've been dancing ballet for 13 Wow. Um, so, without further ado, I'm going to get into some of the questions that Malia has curated for me. So, the number one yeah, question, or question number one, is what was the hardest thing you had to face to get to point? Um, th there wasn't a lot that I had to, like, overcome or anything. I wasn't really facing any issues. Um, but I did have to do an entire year of pre-point conditioning in order to um, get on point to make sure that my ankles and everything were strong, as well as a decade previously of ballet. So um, you can't just jump to point unless you're Misty Copeland, but, um, you know, just training and time, I guess, was the hardest thing. Yeah, so definitely what she says a decade she means a decade she has been doing dance for that long well this is how long that's how long she's been doing ballet or ballet yeah um, she's been doing other dance for even longer and um actually i don't think so that's how long she's been doing okay. dance um but um 
also, uh, when she says pre-point conditioning, that's what I'm doing, too. So Yes. Just so you, you don't need, like, Malia, how many um, years of experience have you had with ballet to get to that? Eight. Eight. But could, could you get to pre-point faster than that, or does it take eight years? It takes that long. So you have to be devoted. And also, Molly mentioned Misty Copeland. I have not... There's a book about her. I, I think it's a biography or not a biography. And I have not read it, but my friend did, and she loved it. So I recommend I that. Oh, you've read it? I've well, read it. Perfect. It's really, really good. I know good. someone I else who has, too. So read that book. And we will continue with Molly. Yes. Um, question number two. How old were you when you wanted point? I was 12. Yes, I was 12. Um, so I started going point the summer before eighth grade. And then before that, the year before that, I was taking pre-point conditioning classes. Just like Malia. Um, question number three. How long did it take you to get to point? Um, I've kind of answered this already, but ten years of ballet and then a year of pre-point conditioning. Um, question number four. What is your favorite thing about point? Um, I think that point shoes are gorgeous and it's sort of it, it, it's like a very pretty thing and I also it makes me I feel like so there's when you're going on your releve which is like um your demi point uh, when you on your tippy toes we call releve or demi point oh sorry I don't know if I'm, this is a podcast but my cat is in frame of the video that I sent so um but when you're on point you're actually on the tip of your toes and there's a platform so there's like a flat platform that um connects to the floor so when you're on your tippy toes or your demi point or your releve it, you can kind of go up and down a little bit as a, if you want to you know you can try that right now because standing your tippy toes it feels like you could fall down you can go less hot you can go as high as you can you can go lower with your heels off the floor but when you're on point it's like a puzzle piece that fits with the floor the platform of your shoe fits right on the floor because they're both flat and there's no like guesswork you're not gonna um, and I want to mention that that is one of the coolest things. You f- you think you're going to fall off and you're going to break your toes, but it's it fits with the floor perfectly. I know, that's so cool. I had not, I didn't even know that. This is the first time I'm hearing the whole video. So I am, like, already interested, and I don't even do much dance, so I'm sure that if you do dance and you're not on point yet, you will be interested. Be, like, on a higher elevate or a lower elevate. It just, it's a connection, and it feels right it feels stable and um that's my favorite thing about point kind of all these specific but oh okay hold on just a second okay so that was molly's first video thank you so much molly that was really helpful and i think that um you are inspiring people to um try to get to point i honestly i take jazz right now and jazz is a good way to learn some basics that you need for ballet and other things because they are a little similar jazz is just a different style when it comes to actual like if you do a performance or something but we do like you know the same positions and things like that ballet so is the fundamental I want to part yeah I want to do ballet sometime and I think it would be really cool to get to point even though I know it takes a really long time but you yes. don't need you don't necessarily need like eight years of um, solid, like, only ball- uh, ballet experience, if you've done another kind of dance that is similar for a long time, you might not need eight whole years of ballet. You need, um, 
at least five, I would say. Yeah, five. You but need like, to be able, you have to Don't be get discouraged because that sounds like a really long time. Like, you'll get there. You'll, you have to, you have to do ballet. You can't just go into like pre-point at um, just doing jazz. You yes, have to yes, do yeah. ballet. I totally agree. Here's okay, Molly. Sorry, my cat was being weird. <laughs> okay, next question. What made you want to go on point? Well, um, it wasn't exactly a choice that I made. It was just kind of like the next step in ballet for me. So at that age, like that's just the progression of the levels at my studio. Once you do that, you get to point. But well, before you went point as a dancer, you're seeing it every week, seeing at your studio, on the internet, in movies, like you're seeing it all over the place and it just seems like this like magical crazy thing that you can do and it it seemed awesome it seemed really fun and my teacher told me it wasn't gonna be fun but I have fun with it and I love it and I'm glad that I love it it's really fun so I think that just the fact that you're seeing it all over the place all the role models at your studio or in actual ballet companies you're seeing it everywhere and you it's just it seems magical it seems really fun and it is so that was what made me want to go on point I agree. Um, number six. What are tips for staying safe on point? Here we go. Okay. Do not go on point if you are not trained. That is the bottom line. If you have never taken a ballet class, if you haven't taken a pre-point class, if your teacher has not told you how to do it, if you have not gotten fitted, don't do it. That's the bottom line. And I'm sorry, Like, your teacher will tell you how to stay safe and what how to do everything correctly but if you don't know don't do it like it's if you're not strong enough and if you're not fitted correctly and if you have not been informed about how to do it and you don't have the proper technique you are very likely to get injured and it's very easy to to roll your ankle or something or um land incorrectly or slip it's the don't <laughs> that's my that's my tip if you your teacher will give you tips if you're doing it. Your teacher will tell you how to do it, but if you don't know how to do it, if you have not been told how to do it, don't do it. <laughs> Sorry. That's a very good tip, Molly. This is what um, we This is what we were saying before. earlier, so everyone, like, please listen to that. Mm-hmm. And um, you can get, like, very seriously injured on point. Normally, it wouldn't be, like, too bad, right? But you well, can it, get you can a bad miss injury. a whole season. Yeah. And so it's something to really take seriously. I don't even, I'm not even on point, but I already, I, I can tell that, so. Um, I'm serious about that. Um, okay. Seven. Best tips for point beginners. Oh, I have one. When I first started, I was tying my ribbons on my point shoes so tight. And because I thought I had to wrap them really tight in order for them to stay on my feet. And they were digging into my Achilles when I would go on to three-quarter point, which is kind of like you're balancing off the platform, like almost on a demi-point, but in point shoes, kind of. And that's sort of when your ankle is more flexed. So it was digging into um, my Achilles, and I was getting these, like, Achilles problems because I couldn't... My, my ribbons were so tight. And to just make sure that you can always fit your entire finger... Um, underneath the ribbon between your ankle and the ribbon so you don't get Achilles problems and it doesn't hurt you. It's okay if they're loose at the top. It's okay if they're loose. That's what the elastics are for also. Um, And also when you're getting fitted, make sure you are not sinking. Um, I was sinking in my first three pairs of point shoes and that's hard because it's not 
for me, wasn't something that I was taught to um, think about when I was getting fitted. But when you go in point, if you do your little bores, if you step up and your foot sinks down in that shoe, try on a different pair. You want to be supported, and when you shift your weight, you don't want to feel like your foot is sinking down. Um, number eight, how do you prepare your new shoes for dancing? So for me, I'm not at a professional level. Like I said, I dance kind. Of, I dance on point multiple days a week, but not for certain, I don't, I'm not a professional, right, so I, when I get a new pair of shoes, I sew on the elastics and ribbons, I, using dental floss, which sounds weird, but if you have ever tried ripping thread with your hands, you'll know that's kind of easy, if you've ever tried ripping dental floss with your hands, you know that it's not that easy, so dental floss is a lot stronger than normal sewing thread, which is why we use that, and so I sew on my elastics, and I sew on my ribbons onto the actual shoes. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, so, um... So, uh, that was really good tips. Molly has one last video, and, um, I am... Thank you so much, Molly. This is a really explanatory episode that I feel, like, it feels so helpful for me already, even though I'm not even, like, close to point. Um, I, uh, wanted to elaborate on... Um, how Molly said that she sews on her own um, ribbons with dental floss. A lot of people think that because point shoes are so expensive, they're going to sew on the ribbons for you. That's not the case. Um, everybody's foot is different, and some people like their um, ribbons sewed closer to their heel. Some of them like them sewed right at their arch. Mm -hmm. Some of them like them sewed um, maybe closer to... Um, the um metatarsal and um so it you have to sew on your own point uh, you have to sew on your own ribbons and me and molly take dance from the same studio and uh, our studio uses dental floss nice sorry now this is a podcast but i do have reference materials so i have a new pair of shoes in a box supposed to start sewing this weekend so this is good so I have my new pair of point shoes and my ribbon this is elastic the elastic comes in a little box and then the ribbon also comes in a little box at least for the brand that I get and then I sew the elastics and then I sew on the ribbons and then I heat them this is specific to my shoes every different shoe has a different process but mine the box and the shank is a um, block of glue essentially. So I heat it up with a hair dryer and I mold it to my foot. Then I put it in the fridge <laughs> so it can set. Um, and then I just break it in by wearing it. And, uh, hold on, sorry. Again, I know this is not podcast, but I'm getting more reference materials. Okay. So this is what um, a dead pair of point shoes looks like for me anyway. So you can see the difference. Um, if you can somehow access this video, I'll, like, send it to Malia, and she can post it somewhere, I guess. So this is the difference between new point shoes that haven't even been sewed and old point shoes that are dead. And so you can see the elastic. I use different elastics now. But the elastic is sewn on the inside and the outside all the way through. The ribbons, I have, these are stretch ribbons, but you can also get ribbons that are not stretchy. Um, and if they're not stretchy, you don't have them in a loop. You just have them as two ribbons, and you wrap them around your foot. Um... The ribbons are only sewn through the entire shoe at the top, and then they're sewn through the inside layer of the shoe, all the way else around. And then 
Yeah, you break them in and then you wear them. So that's just the difference between a new shoe and an old shoe. Um, nine. Is it hard to do point during COVID? Um, it's as hard as to just do any other style of dance, I'd say, except for going on point at home is a little bit harder than doing, like, just flat ballet at home because of the fact that, like, my floors are slippery or you don't have space or mostly my floors are slippery. But, um, yeah, getting, you know, masks are also hard just because you're moving a lot and if you're wearing a mask in the studio like I like we do, um, it can be difficult. But that goes the same with any other um, point or dance or activity at all. So I'd say that it's not any harder than anything else. Um, so I wanted to elaborate that um, I do um, flat ballet right now, and I take um, uh, uh, it, right, my studio went back. So we wear masks, and, you know, we're very safe. But um, uh, it is hard to do um, well, any type of dance in a mask because yeah. you, um, especially in ballet, you're doing jumps and pirouettes, and it's hard because... Um, you sweat a lot more. And I have, um, and also dance. we have um, we have to um, we only have an hour, and we normally have an hour and a half, um, and we only have an hour because we're in the studio, and they want to limit our amount of time exposed to other people. So um, it um, she packs everything she can, so we get like five like five seconds of break in between each jump sequence. It's mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, it makes everything harder. And also, just want to say very quickly, I'm not sure if there's any way that you guys can see that video, so I'm just going to describe Molly's um, shoes that were newer. They just are, uh, well, if you have old point shoes, at some point, it's the same with everything. They're just going to get, like, dirtier, harder to use, and stuff like that. So, y'all know that if you're on point, I guess. Well, and you need to get, how, how often would you say, I don't know if you know this, Molly, but how many, like, how often do you have to get new shoes? So, um, it, it depends on how often you do point. Molly's, um, first pair of point shoes lasted her over a year and they were dead. And what we mean by dead is that, um, the, um, satin is ripped. It's frayed. The box, there's no more box. It's like sunken Mm -hmm. and it's, um, and it, the elastic is stretching and it's, it's just bad. Yes, well, more for Molly. So now. now I think she gets them every month or twice or every um, other month. But she's doing month. way more now, so. And that's a lot of point shoes. Point shoes are quite expensive. <laughs> During COVID. Um, and 10. Best thing about point. It makes you feel graceful if you're doing, if you do it correctly. You, If you, like, land your pirouette, you feel good. You know, just like anything else, if you're successful and you accomplish something, you feel good about yourself. You, you're proud. Um, it's fun. It makes you feel like a professional ballerina <laughs> when you're wearing point shoes. Um, it's just, you know, it hurts sometimes, but not as much as I think people make it out to seem, especially if you're not doing it all day, every day. So, um, yeah. My, these, these, I have, these are my first pair of these kind of shoes, and these are, these will be my fourth pair of these kind of shoes, but I've had other shoes before, different kinds. These, in case you're wondering, anyone who knows what this means, these are block elegance size 5 2X. 
So, oh, I can explain point shoe sizing real quick if you want me to. So, the, these are not the same as your straight shoe sizing. So, what the five is going to be the length for me, and they come in a bunch of different sizes, and they have half sizes too. But it's not like I'm an eight in straight shoes, and I'm a five in point shoes. So, it's just different. It's a, just a different scale. And then the X is the width, and the number of X's is the width. The smallest is one X, and the biggest, I don't even know how many X's it goes to. But it's not extra anything, it just marks the amount, and just marks what the width is. So mine is 2X, that's, it's not extra anything, it's just the width is 2X. So, thank you. I think that's all that I have to say. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. And if you have any questions, feel free to contact me, um, and I will answer them. Wow, thank you so much, Molly. I did not even know all of that. And I'm sure she's giving us a lot of reasons to do point now. And, um, yeah. Yeah, that was really What do you have to say, Malia? Um, so, um... Yeah, that was really helpful, and um, I tried on Molly's second or third pair of point shoes, and they were size um, maybe six double X, I think. Um, the sixes fit me. Um, double X, it was a little white. I have really, really narrow feet. Um, yeah, same. And then my bones stick out. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I really, um, hope that you guys enjoyed Molly's video. I think it was interesting. Um, and so we hope you enjoyed this episode of... Collages Collages of Cleverness. Cleverness. We appreciate you tuning in. Don't miss next week's podcast. Thank Thank you. you. Goodbye. Goodbye.